Hello, everyone, and welcome to Film Etc., the only movie review podcast you need in life. My name is Mike Webb. I'll be your host. We just had Mother's Day here in the U.S., and I'm pretty sure other countries celebrate Mother's Day as well. But what better time than to review a new movie? Uh, For this episode, we are going into the French countryside to review a new film called Petite Maman. Is it something interesting that i should recommend to you all well let's find out but anyway guys if you are new to the show welcome i basically review a new movie per episode and grade them on a number scale from zero to ten so without further ado let's get to my review of petite maman Now, before we get into this review, I must cap you off with a warning. If you guys are new to the show, or if this is your first time, or if you need a little bit of refresher, I am diagnosed with autism, so you may hear my wording get jumbled up a bit. So I hope you all forgive me, and I hope you all enjoy. Petit Maman is the fifth directorial effort from French filmmaker Céline Siama, who's best known for directing the films Water Lilies, Tomboy, and Girlhood, but gained international notoriety from the release of her previous film, 2019's Portrait of a Lady on Fire. The film stars identical twins Josephine and Gabrielle Sanz in their acting debut. Following the death of her beloved grandmother, eight-year-old Nelly, played by Josephine, accompanies her parents to her mother's childhood home to begin the difficult process of cleaning out its contents. As Nelly explores the house and nearby woods, she is immediately drawn to Marion, played by Gabrielle, a neighbor her own age who's building a treehouse. What follows is a tender tale of childhood grief, memory, and connection. The film also stars... And I'm sorry if I butcher your names, Nina Maurice, Stéphane Varupan, and Margot Abascal. Now, to preface this in terms of film knowledge, this is my first Celine Siama movie that I've seen all the way through. I've seen about the first 45 minutes of her last film, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, from uh, which I've heard is this beautiful French lesbian period romance drama which is gorgeously shot i I mean that's what i've heard from film critics uh filmmakers and and actors in the business a lot of people have called it like one of the best movies of the year one of the best movies of the past 10 years it it's quickly getting this like modern day like classic status and i haven't seen any of uh Siyama's other works, but Portrait of Lady on Fire did win uh, Siyama the Best Screenplay Award at the Cannes Film Festival that year, as as well as the Queer Palm. But uh, I haven't finished it yet, so I have I don't have much to say about it. And I'm and uh, I just mentioned haven't seen any of Siyama's other work, but I know she's quickly becoming a name amongst the film community community internationally. This film premiered, this film in particular, Petit Maman, premiered at the Berlin Film Festival in March of 2021, and I watched it last November virtually from AFI Fest. And although their virtual offerings uh, from the festival were very slim, it was a hybrid event last year because most of their selections were in-person only, so you had to be in California for that. However, on the virtual side, I did pick this and the Iranian film Hit the Road, which also came out the same week as this film, as the film's U.S. release. And not a bad film as well, uh, Hit the Road. So yeah, I also recommend that as well. But we're here to talk about Petit Maman. Now, Siyama got this idea early on, uh, just before the pandemic uh, was about to hit. And uh, they filmed this movie around the pandemic as well in in the year of 2020 and uh it, it's a very delicate movie we we start off it opens with uh we're we're in this like 
retirement slash nursing home and you see eight-year-old nelly played by josephine sans uh who is uh just like is in an is uh with an elder in there who's like helping her with like a crossword puzzle and uh and then all of a sudden she is like uh uh find out it's like it's time to go and uh and uh, she goes to a different room one by one, uh, uh, telling uh, each old lady adieu. And it, it it's very sweet and touching. But I, I don't use that word uh, a lot, touching. I, I just don't know why, but that, that's just a personal beef. And um, it, it sets up with the main story of how uh, she has to go to her grandma's house. She and her parents, she have to like de-junk the home, get rid of everything in there. And uh, she she like wanders through the woods. Uh, she has a mom, but uh, at, but then one day she like disappears because she just like couldn't handle the grief. She's, she's, she's grieving is what I should say. And uh, she goes through the woods and then, well... Uh, early on, uh, her mother tells her that, uh, she made like a tree house or a fort out in the middle of the woods. And then, uh, one, one day, uh, because her mom, uh, is gone, who is grieving, she just like goes into the woods and, uh, tries to find, uh, the fort if it's still there. And then all of a sudden she meets a, uh, another girl who kind of looks like Nellie, uh, this, her, uh, her name is Marion, who is also eight years old, and this is Gabrielle Sanz, uh, the the identical twin. And uh, all of a sudden, they they go over to Marion's house, which looks completely identical to uh, uh, Nellie's grandmother's house, except it looks like it's from a different time period. Like you can tell from like uh, the 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 paper background wall i i don't know how to phrase it but uh it 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 just happens to have uh some something magical and something uh, unreal and you're you're just like you're just like in a completely new world that you're experiencing for the first time like you're taking like this nostalgia trip i would say now this is a completely different shift for Siyama because her works, her previous works usually tackled uh, stuff like LGBT issues and femininity. And th this plays out more like a simple family film, but has this like fantasy element that you won't even notice until you're about 15, 20 minutes into it. And uh, what this movie, it... It, it's kind of like hard to describe how, even though I want this review to be short, but it, it is a beautiful movie. Uh, most of her collaborators that Siyama worked on with Portrait of Lady on Fire have uh, transitioned over to this movie, the same cinematographer, Claire Mathon, who also shot one of my favorites from last year, Spencer, starring Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana, uh, has the same editor, same producer. And because this is a family movie, I was very skeptical on how 
both the both the child actors would do on this movie because when you're working with child actors they tend to run amok they don't pay attention they can be annoying they like to misbehave but in actuality these roles they're very well mannered they they are creative and they're full of curiosity and i was pleasantly surprised to see these roles that these two child actors gave is it, it's just pretty remarkable to say the least I mean, I can go on and on of how much I like enjoyed this movie to pieces, even though I have very little to say about the movie in general. I don't have any negative thoughts on it, which is very rare. Uh, it, it is. I, I keep saying the word beautiful, but also touching. This movie is wonderful. It is. It, it'll just warm your heart. You'll probably shed a couple tears as well. You're you're just you're just gonna feel this sense of joy when you're watching it. Like every shot in this movie feels like it should belong in an art museum. Like that's how great this movie is. And it's a short movie. It's only one hour and twelve minutes long, which is very surprising. Just like once it's over, and you'll be like, oh, that's it, huh? But yeah, but yeah, no matter how old you are, you'll probably get something out of this movie. But I encourage for not only the big cinephiles, but also mainstream movie audiences, even though it's going to be a little bit tough, though, because there's no musical score to accompany it with there there is kind of like a little piece of music that uh, comes like like towards like the last five to ten minutes of the movie and then nothing in which which um kind of worries me to think that normal mainstream audiences are probably going to be bored, which I, I don't think it, this movie should not be boring. I mean, if you're someone who's like big into like mainstream action, junk stuff like that, I don't know. And, and you, you just think it was like, Oh, it's a movie about kids and all that stuff. I'm not interested in just like, just at least watch it to have some respect just just at least like all these workers they put all their time and effort uh into making something that that could be like revered years if not decades to come i would also say this though i've had uh my share of watching french family films i would say it ranges from like uh the brief but subtle career of albert lamaurice uh with his short films like White Mane, which is about a boy and his horse movie, and uh, the beautiful cinematic wonder that is The Red Balloon, which I think is like a main inspiration for Pixar's Up. Uh, but yeah, and and I would also say the works of Jacques Tati. Jacques Tati is kind of like the French version of like Chaplin or Buster Keaton, but during the sound era is very slapsticky. Uh, basically his Monsieur Hulot films like Monsieur Hulot's Holiday or My Uncle or Playtime and uh, even the one non-Hulot uh, role in uh, Jour de Fête which means the big parade uh, as this like postal worker uh, he, he, he has this like a wonderful like uh, charm and the humor very slapsticky and it completely works and if you're interested in any of these movies, I would highly recommend seeking them out as well. But 
I, I don't know what else to say about Patima Mon. This, this is a perfect movie. Uh, this is the first movie on this podcast in particular that I'm going to score a 10 out of 10. I highly recommend you seek out Patima Mon. It is currently playing in select theaters at the moment, but it's probably going to come to VOD and streaming sometime soon. And uh, this was on, since I got to watch it at AFI virtually last year, this counted uh, for the year 2021. And I did a best of list on my letterbox rankings. Like I did a whole ranking of it. It is number three behind summer of soul and come on, come on. Like after watching, come on, come on. I just like wept and was just like a mess. And I had to gather my thoughts in a bathroom because I knew I watched something good. And I think a movie like Petit Maman can have such resonance among someone else. And like I said, no matter how old you are, you are going to get something out of this movie. I highly, highly recommend you seek out Petit Maman. And now I feel like I need to finish watching Portrait of Lady on Fire now that I've given Siyama's latest a high praise review. In fact, I need to like look at all her work. I, I failed to mention this, but uh, she also received a screenwriting, a co-screenwriting credit on the Oscar-nominated animated film My Life as a Zucchini or My Life as a Courgette, depending on which country you live in. But yeah, anyway, let's end this review and call it a day. Well, guys, that's going to do it for my review of Petit Maman. Have you guys seen it yet? Did you feel a little heartwarming in your body? Did you shed a couple tears? Were you amazed by its imagery that it set out to be? Or were you just straight up bored, even though it's a short movie? Which, how dare you? Let me know your thoughts. I'm on social media at RealMikeWeb on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can also follow the show on Instagram at FilmETCCast. Make sure you follow us on the many places that we stream, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it. Leave a good rating, leave a five-star review on our Apple Podcast page. That'll help get the show up to the top of the charts. Spread the word of mouth, share the show if you must. I'll be back real soon with more movie reviews. But in the meantime, thanks for listening. And until then, I will see you all at the cinema.